it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. So, listeners, we are going to get very, very geeky about websites. And don't run away if for some reason you've been told that you don't need a website um, or that you've got so heartily fed up with faffing around with your website that you don't even want to talk about it. I demand that you stay with this because I'm speaking to somebody who's going to be not using lots of fancy terms and not making it into something that makes it more complicated for you we will demystify a whole load of stuff and you will get some real practical value out of this as well as a lovely chat because it's Gemma Murphy who is a website well she calls herself website architect which I think is a, a great word it's all about building building relationships as well as building a website oh yeah and um, she's also a website coach which I'd never really come across before so she doesn't just take your money and, and, and build elaborate fancy websites and then you don't know what to do so you have to keep going back to her uh, she will also very much guide you through how to sort your website out which I think is a really good service so without more to do hello Gemma hello <laughs> <laughs> and Gemma was just sipping on a really healthy looking green juice um, mm -hmm. yeah and they're in in very cold Manchester or near are you actually in Manchester Gemma yeah I'm in Manchester yeah. it's cold it's cold isn't it yeah. and I thought it was cold here in Bournemouth but it's about 14 degrees <laughs> six <laughs> We're so soft down here, Gemma, I can't tell you. Um, <laughs> so Gemma, I, I met uh, via the fabulous LinkedIn full of gorgeous people. And um, I was really pleased to be able to talk about websites because we haven't really covered them in much, in much sort of beautifully simple detail in any of the episodes so far. So here we go. So first things first, Gemma, as I always say to people, you clearly didn't wake up one morning and just think, I want to be a website person. So how, how did this all occur? Uh, well, I actually started off in interior design, which sounds a bit bonkers. Um, so I worked at a company doing sort of interior design and bits and bobs on their websites. They offered a lot of different um, services so there was print we could print carpets we could print curtains we could print upholstery um, so I built different websites for them um, and then friends and family find out that you're building websites so then you're building websites for friends and family um, and then in May 2017 I was five months pregnant and they announced redundancies so I'd been dabbling with self-employment for a bit anyway, um, but for the interiors route, they announced redundancies and I thought this is my chance to just kind of go it alone and um, have the buffer of the redundancy payout, but also, you know, 
bit crazy as a five months pregnant person, <laughs> I suppose. But so yeah, so that's where it started. And I decided to come away from interiors because well, I'm not gonna be going around to measure up or look at different interior jobs as a pregnant person. Websites I can do from the luxury of my home and feed a baby at the same time. So that's where we went. I love, I love it. I think I really struggle with my website. I don't think I could do it whilst feeding a baby at the same time. So that's skills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you meant literally because I've now got a vision. Yeah, no, not literally. <laughs> <laughs> and she was bottle fed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so, 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 so um, I just, I immediately have pictures painted, and, and Gemma's actually very good at painting pictures, as you will see when you look at any of her stuff. Needless to say, as a website person, no pressure um, in terms of your own website. I actually do cringe when people say, so I've been on your website, and I think, I hope it looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well it does it does everybody go go and look at um uh what is it website architect dot yeah so it's website hyphen architects.co.uk and it doesn't surprise me that there's an interior design there's a total connection between interior mm. design and website building actually um yeah so, yeah makes sense but yeah so there you are now with little baby and doing websites and now it's more than just um gradually i guess it became more than just your mates <laughs> asking for a favor yeah yeah very much so and it's developed so it's like you say the connection between interiors and um websites is a lot of people that i work with don't have a shop or an office to invite people to so the website is their office or it is their shop it's where they invite their customers to come and visit them so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and this is this is where we all start so let's go on mm -hmm. a little um adventure now because i think the first question that we should get out of the way is Gemma, do i really need a website <gasps> yes very much so there will be obviously exceptions but for i would say 99.9 .9 of businesses out there obviously you'll also need social media but you can't run your business off social media solely um even if you with an mlm company they give you a website that shows how important it is but over the last 12 months i think facebook has had two meltdowns instagram had a meltdown um, and a lot of business owners had a meltdown off the back of these meltdowns. So, yeah, you, can, you can't rely on running your business through somebody else's platform. Um, and even if you run your business through Facebook and LinkedIn, people are still looking for your website. So you still need a web presence of your own where you own it. For example, I can hear a baby shouting me. Oh yes, by the way, listeners, if we suddenly get a two-year-old sound effects, um, as I said to Gemma, the podcast is called Make It Real, so uh, we'll, we'll go with it, yeah. <laughs> She's coming up the stairs, so um, I've lost my train of thought now because of her. I'm not surprised. Hello. Hello. Uh, can we pause? Wee oui, wee, oui. potty training, so it's an emergency. Just give me a second. 
sorry about that so back live listeners that was that was a fabulous interlude you didn't know anything about it but um, Gemma's beautiful little two-year-old daughter is currently in the potty training phase of life so we could hardly put that off could we so right we were talking about website well that that's let's uh, bring your thought back <laughs> No, this is juggling isn't it this is real life for lockdown. yeah and don't forget this is uh, this is during lockdown uh, phase of the world so you know things are a little bit challenging for parents with youngsters anyway we've established that it is a jolly good idea to have a website so having established that um what can you give any if, so if i said to you, you know but come on really what what does it what does it do for me you've got a nice little thing that goes across your uh, website header with i think about five really good solid benefits of having a website mm -hmm. um which you can't children i can't even think <laughs> oh, i can just say george pig crying <laughs> um <laughs> big now to, to keep them uh, yeah so one of them i know i'll start you off Gemma, and we'll, yes, we'll roll with sorry. it we'll roll with thank them. you no don't be sorry i would be the same my brain would be all over the place so visibility is an obvious one yes and also it's that um it's that conversation with saying everything that you would need to say to encourage somebody to get in touch with you without having that sort of verbal brain fart all over somebody you know just the sales speech so you're taking them on a journey through your business gently so you're informing people um, and giving them the reasons to work with you and shop with you without sort of scaring them off and also with a website over linkedin or facebook it's your space so those people that come into the space those connections are yours if if linkedin closes down tomorrow and you've not downloaded your connections they're gone mm. how do you get in touch with them so obviously with a website <laughs> everybody's now rushing to that link <laughs> yeah download the database <laughs> but, yeah that's one of the main reasons to have it and also linkedin is a business on their own so they're looking after themselves so algorithm changes you know if something if they change the algorithm are people seeing your work you know are people seeing your posts are people seeing mm. what you're all about it takes work to get that sort of to that position whereas if you've got your website people are looking at your website when you connect because that's what i do i don't know about other people but you send a connection on linkedin they connect and you go and have a snoop on their profile and and their website yeah. um yeah, it's, so, that's just how it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And also, in moments like we're currently in, in the COVID nineteen lockdown, there's nowhere sense. else to buy. Yeah, you can actually sell stuff. Um, and yeah, so you, as you said, it's your shop, and um, you need an online one. And yeah. and then we talked. You talked about. Um, Gem's got a lovely little uh, ebook, five things you can do this week to improve your business. Re really nice and straightforward stuff that you can actually put into action. And um, and one of one of the things she talks about is um, get 
you know, if you want the people who land in your lovely online shop, i.e. your website, if you want them to do something, you kind of have to make it easy for them to do that. Like you don't expect them just to sort of guess. Treat everybody like a five-year-old, hold the hand and just carry them to the outcome that you want. Yeah. That's the best way I can do it. And also if you don't ask for them to do something, they won't do it. People won't look for contact details anymore. They won't, they just don't look. If you think of, <clears throat> excuse me, if you go back to your primal brain, um, doing work and thinking burns calories and we are programmed to sort of do less work. So if you don't guide people to the outcome, if they've got to think about how to get the outcome they want they'll just go somewhere else that just gives them the answer so you need to take all of that off them and then you're basically doing it for them really I'd never thought of it quite like that but you're absolutely right and I do that myself and yet you know I think of myself as quite a kind of you know a very curious uh, you know keen to learn and mm. you know hard-working kind of person but you're right it's, it's the not way a conscious thing yeah it's not conscious that we just we will just skip over stuff the minute it's too difficult and more and more so because we're all programmed to do this swiping left and right and up and you know there we go you know yeah. oh, oh this page is taking too long to load you know uh forget it yeah 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 which of course would be another thing that you'd probably uh, be looking at on a website, but that's probably, <laughs> we won't get into that techie stuff at the moment. But, so, um, and I love the example you, you give about, you actually relate this to somebody walking into an actual physical shop. Mm -hmm. Go on. Um, I'm sorry, I don't understand your question. Yeah, you said, you, you, Poor Gemma, I just said, go on, go on. Do, do Brain, it, Gemma. Just Sorry, do everybody. It. Say it. You know, that's, that's, it must be obvious what I'm thinking, Gemma. Surely. No, you actually give an example of somebody walking into, let's say, a clothes shop, mm -hmm. and there's that point at which you're at the till. And. Well, before you even get to the till, we judge. So we judge on the communications we judge on the appearance for example you wouldn't walk into a clothes shop if it was untidy if the if everything wasn't displayed in a way that you could instantly see what you wanted so if you go into a clothes shop clothes are displayed the, the style of top for example is all in one place with all the sizes and then the colors all like the alternative colors are all together so it's, it is a shop and then if you have a bad experience you don't go back so you're judged off that first impression straight away and then you even you're telling people oh don't go there it's a mess so it's the same on online as well and obviously like I said at the moment nobody's going into shops so there's nowhere else to go so if you've got a website that doesn't look like you care or look after your business um, or you want to look after your customers then people will they, they won't go back to you and they won't and tell the friends to go to you they will just yeah and go also, somewhere else yeah absolutely that's a brilliant brilliant example and also if you 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 talk about that 
asking people because if you don't ask you don't get and if you don't mm -hmm. make it easy for people to get or to take an action um, they're not going to go you know searching around and you know making a dozen phone calls in order just to be able to take an action you're meant to make that easy for them and yes they don't have to so it's it's like your example of the of the store loyalty cards mm -hmm. you, know, you, you get asked don't you definitely and you're asked you're invited to come back as well so loyalty cards um asking for email addresses which is everything everybody should do by the way everybody um but that's the invitation to come back that's the an example of a loyalty card you offer a free educational piece webinar pdf you know download um and that's an invitation for an exchange of details and then you can um put them into a sort of a funnel which will then hopefully eventually become an exchange of um yeah. funds money yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't have to be all kind of salesy manipulatively spammy cheesy it, oh, no. it, genuine value you're offering so you know it's so like if a store says you know there's this discount card you can get 20 percent off this first purchase now in your head you're probably going to go all cynical and think yeah but then i'm gonna suddenly end up with paying so whatever whatever so i mean as long as you make it really clear that there are no catches that mm -hmm. it's simple value that you're offering but make it easy for them to take that so like you've got you know just a nice button with download an ebook on the five simple so you know that just make it easy nobody's saying nobody's forcing anybody to press that button no <laughs> Some people will do it just out of curiosity. Um, but the other thing, and I don't want to get too complicated, but make it obvious that it's a button as well and that it's free. Um, so if you're offering a free download, use those words because mm. people do sometimes think, like I said before, you need to hold the hand. If it's mm. even just a little bit complicated, people mm. won't take an action. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's such good advice. And, you know, I, having spent three years doing an awful lot of weird stuff with my website, I wish I'd taken a slow frame movie of it because it would be hysterically funny. Um, you learn all the time, and but, but you so easily fall back into these little traps and the bad habits. It's just, it's just a constantly conscious process, isn't it? Getting your website yeah. right. Yeah. And, and also the other thing is when you're building it yourself is the things that you think are common sense or that people will automatically know are not. And sadly, as I can't remember the author, but the answer to confusion is always no. So if people are unsure, they're never, ever going to buy. Oh, the answer to confusion is always no. I've not come across that. Mm, always no. Don't worry, I'll look it up. I'll Google it. Oh, now that oh, that's led and that's on beautifully. It's almost like I arranged that. <laughs> so I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll find out. So this brings us on to the mystery of those three letters mm -hmm. S E oh yes. and I think most people would try certainly say oh yeah yeah I, I i know what seo is some people wouldn't admit to actually not knowing what it stood for and it certainly was quite a while into my business journey 
before I actually thought what it <laughs> actually stand for. Um, and of course, it's like the emperor's new clothes, you know, because everybody's supposed to know about it. People don't ask enough questions. So mm -hmm. it still remains a mystery for some of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. So de demystify it a little bit for us. So basically, search engine optimization um, is, it's a bit of a minefield. So I'm going to try and keep it quite simple. And honestly, I only do the very basics when I do the build. Um, and I've always said that <clears throat> um, the website is your first step. I love the background noises. That's the background <laughs> noises of a happy two-year-old. What more could you want? Okay, so I I really only do the basics, but I always advise people that your website is the first step. So a lot of people start a business, set the website up and think, tick, job done. You know, it's all fine now. I've got a website. I'm ready to go. And the website is obviously... I believe um, one of your most important business assets. It grows with you as you grow as a business. Um, my website changes probably weekly, um, but it's really, really important to get some of the fundamentals in because the first thing people are going to do is not type in your URL. They're going to go into Google and maybe Google website designers are business coaches or life coaches or anything like that. So it's important, and obviously coaching, web design, those sorts of industries are really, really competitive. So you've got to be, it's an ongoing process. Um, and it's something that never ends either. So you can obviously go to a professional who will speed up the process of getting to page one of Google, which is basically what everyone's target is because I don't think anybody goes after page one. Um, there are a lot of different aspects to SEO as well. So you want your website to be optimized, which basically the top probably few things that you need to have on your website are an SSL certificate, which is basically the green padlock. Um, tells the search engines that you're secure if you don't have an SSL certificate. So if your website starts HTTP colon forward slash forward slash, there's a good chance that if anybody types in your URL or a search into Google, you'll get a big yellow box that says, um, this site may not be secure. Um, do you want to go back? So how you can yeah, absolutely. And I've come across a few of those and it's 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 an absolute no no. And so um, so if somebody discovers that, what what's what action do they need to take? So usually, I mean I provide if I host, I will provide the SSL certificate. A lot of the um GoDaddy, Wix, um, those sort of companies, you do have to request it. Um so the standard is that you will just get a HTTP and then www. So you need to set it up. Um, usually go through your host. I work solely in WordPress. So if you if you haven't got a, an SSL certificate and you get one, there are some other things that you need to do. 
with your website afterwards but mm. i won't i won't go into that no either. no but it's absolutely good that, that people get that in their heads and do something about it mm. it's not it's not a huge big deal is it in terms of you haven't got to pay loads of money for it or anything no, like no, no. that you know but it's just a thing that needs to be properly ticked off your list because it's yeah. a barrier every one of these things if not in place is a barrier it's as simple as that it's a search barrier but also people are very very conscious of the security of their online life you know trust, if they think that they'll get a virus thing. yeah yeah it's a trust thing so yeah. so that's that's a good one um right so we've got and now we've got what else mobile friendly and you'd be surprised how many websites are not mobile friendly um that's a big one i think google brought that in two years ago so that's it's we should all be mobile friendly now um and plus even if you think about it it's it's good for your business because in the breaks of coronation street and eastenders what are people doing they're not watching the adverts on the tv they're doing searches so if you offer a service they're not going to spark the laptop up to do a search they're going to pull the phone out of the pocket I love that. I love that. That's, you're, you're so right. I'm there. I'm, I'm one of those people. I don't actually yeah. watch Coronation. I don't watch Stokes either. But, but I, the same principle applies to, you know, portrait artist of the year. I just thought I'd say that. That really fancy. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, or a documentary on medieval artifacts. So anyway, um, yes, there I am scrolling through. <laughs> so if would is it likely that somebody finds themselves with a website that's not mobile friendly and if so what, is it easy to sort that it depends um a lot of the builders today will do it so that it does collapse automatically um but i think that it's really important to have a good mobile website and depending on your industry so if you're e-commerce um lifestyle that sort of thing it needs to be, I think, quite a, a good, um, mm. strong website and well-designed. So sometimes I design mobile first. It depends who, who the target market is or who your customer is, um, whether you go desktop or mm. mobile. But it is, it's really, really important. Yeah, isn't it because, just? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah things big fingers. Oh gosh, yeah, and things going off the edge of the screen and mm. pictures that don't download and uh, go, you know, pictures which end up with just your nostril in them because you know, <laughs> you, on your desktop it was a beautiful picture of the whole of you all across that lovely hero background, you know, at the top, and then on the mobile it's your left nostril. It's all overlapped and well, exactly. <laughs> it's an absolute massive no-no. So. Um, so we've got that, we've got mobile friendly. Anything else on this SEO type of thing? Yes, um, this one is, these are my top three. And it is, this third one is making sure that you're active on your website. So writing blogs, updating it, keeping it up to date from a software point of view. Um, it just tells Google and Bing and Yahoo um, that you're a live business because there's a lot there's probably a, a good portion of websites that are out there that are old closed businesses that are just dormant. Mm. Um, so they will get dropped down automatically through Google um, because they're not in use. 
Oh, that well, this is good news for people like me who are forever faffing around with their website. See, so that's the reason. <laughs> wow, what what a live wire this one is! Wow. <laughs> but adding your podcasts and adding your blog and things like yes. that—that that is all. Yes, yes, absolutely. And also repurposing. If you think if you do um, a post for LinkedIn, so if you do a video for LinkedIn, put it on a vlog. Just mm. use it put it on your website and then you can direct people from LinkedIn to your blog mm. um, and there's no extra work involved so you've recorded the video already yeah as you're thinking about it that's what I should be doing thanks Gemma right so <laughs> <laughs> you see we just need to stop and not get all wound up in the complications and fancy stuff and just calmly think oh it is it feels like when you look at your website for instance there's a real sort of calmness about it which is how i think websites should be and i think the problem i you, you might have a view on this actually you will have i'm sure with there are a lot of um builders you know as in website builder um packages out there and a lot of noise coming from oh do this do that do that add this on add this on oh have your twitter feed on a widget here and da, 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 da. and you look at some of those websites and i mean i've made that mistake myself or i've looked at it and i thought you know for goodness sakes calm down yeah, yeah i mean it's too it. busy mm. not definitely good, definitely and also back on the blogs just to make life easier for people and repurposing there are plugins out there that you can use voice notes and it will transcribe it for you so you could speak into the transcription plugin and it will write the whole blog Ooh. out for you. Do you know any good ones? I'll have a look for you. I've not got yeah, we'll put, we'll put a link listeners on the show notes because I've tried one and I've got to say it took me, you know, about a week to actually correct the mistake. So I thought that probably wasn't a very good use. Yeah, they don't usually like Mancunian accents either, so. <laughs> <laughs> believe that um so yeah i okay that's i mean i was doing it in my best actor voice Gemma, but it still made a whole load of mistakes so clearly some are better than others and i think like all software that there's probably vast improvements on what you can get now yeah definitely so so if we yeah Gemma, if you could if you can find a good one we'll put we'll put a link to that so um so these so so the overall let's sum up talking about being nice and calm and simple so let's sum up for the listeners with the, the sort of absolute basic simple actions that they can take and also the stuff that they maybe should walk away from in terms of what they're spending time on with their websites okay so if you're after getting a website just online um keep it as simple as possible uh, if you can keep it to one subject or service per page then you're not overwhelming the visitor um, and uniform certain aspects of the site so stick to two or three fonts two or three colors um, your buttons so the best way to do it and to keep it as simple as possible is to have a uniformed buy button and a uniformed 3D or 3D freebie <laughs> or lead capture button. Um, yes. No. 
consistent consistently the same look yeah yeah so people can identify it immediately so they'll identify the buy button immediately and they'll identify the the download buttons immediately um a lot of people won't like this but you need to be on your website yourself yeah um it just it it's a, it all goes back to that no like trust um, people like to know who they're buying from. Um, there's quite a few, actually. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, okay. Let's let's these are and and we've already given the tips on the SEO things, which are you know absolutely vital. So that's real sort of basic housekeeping that you just need mm -hmm. to check because there's no point in having you can have the most beautiful witty website in the world and if, if somebody goes on and finds it's not secure or it's a mess on mobile forget it so mm -hmm. um so don't get carried away with the clever clog stuff and the designer mantras you know just yeah keep it simple um and focus on a lot of people are going to know this but focus on the benefits and the outcomes don't state the benefits but if you can um tell us how we're going to feel at the end of this rather than telling us what you do then you'll get a lot more from it and obviously video video is always a plus mm. yes how we feel that that's good isn't it because again you can get overwhelmed with and you can even sort of get various templates and all sorts can't you which which kind of kind of almost force you to put these rather manipulated sort of statements in because oh this is the benefit oh this is the thing da, 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 da. and you end up with something that doesn't sound like normal people speak at all no always start with your plan obviously there's always got to be behind everything there's a strategy behind what you're doing there's a reason that you want a website and it's not because it's a ticked box it's not a business card it's something that will grow your business so what do you want from the website and then work around it from there so working backwards i suppose what you want what the outcomes are so it could just be more a, a wider audience it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be you're making sales on there um it could be that you want to start a blog and you just want to share your blog but if you should if you look at the outcome and work backwards the strategy behind the site will lead the design um, and leave what you say on it that listeners is an awesome piece of advice and i would say that i'm guilty of not being very good at planning um i'm very and, and there will be other listeners like this who, well i think there's two extremes and i'm quite far up one extreme of the sort of spontaneous kind of woo, creative creative excitement um you know all the rest of it. i'm great you know i could do good stuff on canva <laughs> Um, I can do good videos. I did da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have I actually got a plan? That might be the bit that's missing. Whereas we'll have other people at the other extreme who are perfectionists, who mm -hmm. are. I'm not saying I don't like things to be right, but there is a sort of way, a mindset perhaps, which which brings them into a procrastination mode, and uh, you know. Yes. Yeah, I've got a lot of experience with that. So there's a. I think I did a post about it a few weeks ago, actually, um, where you're just tweaking minor things. But with your website, as long as it's presentable, the paint is never dry digitally. So there's always changes to be made. So 
sort of changing the size of a logo or the size of the text on there and changing the font and things like that people aren't necessarily going to notice because that like i said before is making the brain work so just keep things simple don't overthink it and perfectionism is the enemy anyway so and i've i've struggled with it myself so i'm not yeah absolutely we can all a lot of us will put our hands up to that there's no question and websites are an absolute um, venus trap in terms of perfectionism <laughs> issues so i can oh my god like i say if um yeah, i could write a story about me and my website but but also don't feel bad that you're going back in there and changing things because as Gemma says that is actually part of what a website does grow with you so you know I, of course what what i thought i wanted on a website three years ago is not going to be the same now because i've developed my message um my my target market you know um the podcast didn't even exist and so of course it will grow and it yeah. should grow but but that's growing because you're growing and you're keeping an eye on your message. That's not, that's not just changing for the sake of changing because some new fancy thing has come along and you want to chuck it in the middle of your website. Um, beware the widgets, I think is what. Yeah, shiny. Beware the sidebars, yeah. <laughs> the sidebars right so um this is a really interesting subject which we could go on talking well uh, you'll have to come back actually so we can delve into um one or you know one or other of these subjects deeper because i know that you you, you kind of wanted to say more but we're rightly <laughs> keeping it um, yeah, within a podcast episode so um you talked about some of the posts that you've written i've talked about your website um, we've mentioned LinkedIn. So, where's the, so the best places for people to get a grip on you are, would you say, probably start with LinkedIn almost? LinkedIn, but I would like to say my website just because. Oh, of course you should you know, say website. website designer. I've just been telling people not to go on LinkedIn. <laughs> Please. <Classic. laughs> I tell you what, this is. Very good idea. Go and look at Gemma's actual website, which is websitearchitect.com, I think, or something like that. The link will be on the show. Doctor.uk. Yeah. That's another conversation we have, but we won't we won't even open that conversation. Um, no. 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 So <laughs> oh no, it's saying Gemma wasn't saying no, you. to me, no, no. it was to her little lovely two-year-old who's bouncing around on the bed with her now. This is such a great family scene. So thank you for, I can't believe you managed to stay on track with, with a little one around you like that. You did very well. It was and a few months of So listeners, go check out Gemma's website. It is obviously a role model of websites and um, and just yeah, don't don't get all overwhelmed and depressed about yours and think oh god oh that's the other thing don't do comparisonitis till three. Oh. No, we're all different. Your business is a reflection of you, and you are not like anybody else. So lovely. What a great place to end on. That's a great message. Thank you so much, Gemma. I'm going to leave you with your wonderful little daughter, and thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks so much. Yes. Take action. Try this one small step. Check your buttons out. What I mean really is check the simplicity of the experience for somebody landing on your website. Make it easy. Try and be as objective as possible and think, would I stick on this page or would I give up? 
lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be